Welcome to Switcheroo, a dirty little podcast about religion, sex, and all the in-between parts. With your hosts, Maggie Baxter, an atheist turned evangelical, and Nick Vu, an evangelical turned atheist. Hi, Maggie. Hi, <laughs> We're here. We're doing it. We're doing it. This is real life. Yeah. Good. This has been our whole life in the making. It has been. I think about that day sitting at the table with Skip telling him we were going to shoot him in the butt. When we were toddlers. (laughs) When we were baby children. Little baby children (laughs) as roommates. Oh. How cute were we? Baby roommates. It's like Muppet Babies, but for roommates. (laughs) Muppet Babies. It's going to be hard for us to get through this. Those were the days. No, this is is gold. I was sitting in the back of I said, hey, Zazik, who's this girl back here? That's the llama girl, what's she doing? Is she talking on the telephone? I said, yeah, she's talking on the telephone. Oh, the girl, she's always on the telephone. What's that girl doing? Talking on the telephone. What's her goal? Yeah, what's her goal? Okay, so I really liked your pitch that... You are a atheist turned Christian, and I'm a Christian turned atheist, even though I think we both don't really subscribe exactly to... into those categories. Correct. But I think that's a, a good, quick pitch. I, and uh, uh, on the sexier side of that, which fits into those same categories, but I am a high, highly sexualized person who then went into a committed monogamous relationship versus a a Christian who was raised in a very um, purity culture environment. Oh, yes. That then very very deeply embraced sexuality. Yeah, I had a hard turnaround (laughs) in my late 20s. Uh, Uh, Yeah, that's good. And I think another interesting aspect to this is like, I think we might be able to explore really the boundary between Christianity and atheism. And I think we're both coming to the table on the fringes. Yeah. There are definitely some intersections here. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I think that's a good point that it's not like a black and white, either you're this or you're that. Like I do consider myself deeply spiritual and that is an everyday part of my life. And after I got over a lot of the resentment I had for my Christian upbringing, I can like see some cool stuff about it. I also think a lot of it is bullshit, but (laughs) there's some great things that I don't want to just like throw out with the bathwater. And now that I've spent 20 years in the good part of Christianity, I want to throw it all out with the bathwater. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, and I think, I don't know, I would love for this not to be us trying to convince each other of anything, which I don't think it would be, but it's, it's nice to say that out loud. Yes. And like maybe that could be a and nor nor trying to convince anyone of anything. Oh yeah, yeah. We're exploring how we experience life. Yes, and we're also incredibly funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're very very funny, and, and we're funnier together. Yes, I don't think I've ever been funnier with anyone. I think, I think you're the person that I'm the funniest one with. One of the funnier people I know. Me too. About and, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not not me though. No, yeah, no not, you're not boring. funny. 
You're very funny. <laughs> I saw the pain in your eyes, like trying to get You're that out of your mouth. Very funny. Oh, I've got to go barf. Should we leave a bucket next to your chair while we're <laughs> yes. podcasting? Your yes. podcasting just, cute bucket? Just in case you try to make jokes. <laughs> For another podcast, I think I'm getting really into witchcraft. Oh, cool. We can talk about that. I have a lot of witchy friends. Yay! I, I refuse to call myself a witch, but they have called me an honorary witch. You're you're kind of in the club. Yeah. That's... Can I, I can be in the spirit guides and... Can uh, I join the witch club? Oh, I don't have a coven. Okay. That's, we call it a coven. Right, right, right. It's <laughs> they call it nine or twelve. What is the coven size? What is the... Oh, I don't know. I mean, some are four. Okay. But I don't know that it's particularly important. Okay. I, I, you're asking the wrong person. I don't know. Okay. Uh, in the movie The Craft, they have four, <laughs> one for each orbital direction. Okay. Uh, good. Yeah. Oh, The Craft. I've got to watch that one. I mean, my desire for witchcraft has stemmed from the movie Practical Magic since I was oh, great. <laughs> since I was 13 years old. So. Uh, so I need to bring up there's a lot your church is probably going to have a problem with. Yes. Uh, it, you mean in this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is awesome, but also, are you worried about some of what is said? Is a lot of this going to need to be cut out? I, I don't think we should edit anything. I think when we... I mean, we should edit some stuff. Yes. I mean, or like, fart, for, fart noises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Mike walking in, or not. I don't know. Or, like, long periods of time where I just say, um... And where I'm just, like, rambling about <laughs> abstract shit. Yeah. No, that's the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Mike and I talked about it a little bit. I want at least a, a larger portion of this content, our content, to kind of circle around sex and sexuality mm-hmm. as one of the intersections. I've mentioned to Mike that 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 there is a, a a large possibility that that could go into stuff that he doesn't want to hear about, mm-hmm. like the past experiences with other people. Yeah. And so we kind of made an agreement that if this continues forward and we like making regular episodes mm-hmm. and we start talking, that I, I can just say, all the who yeah, just talk a lot <laughs> about fucking. <laughs> And how good some of these other parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, Mike and I have not spent a long, a lot of time talking about the women that I've been with, and mm. and anyway, we agreed that like if there was content that I didn't think was going to be beneficial to him in any way, that I would just tell him don't listen mm. to this okay. episode. Yeah, so like he knows that I'm queer, but he, we, I've never gone into detail about any of my like past relationships especially sexual relationships so he doesn't have we like we just don't talk about it 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 makes him uncomfortable not because he wants me to be virginal but because he loves me and he doesn't like the idea of other people <laughs> he just it makes him uncomfortable so i i uh i honor that and respect that uh, for him and i want to make him feel good and safe in our relationship and so we'll just edit cool i'll share a similar experience real quick this hasn't been mentioned yet in the podcast i used to run a sex club (laughs) uh, and i also am a teacher (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so somebody had to sit down with me and be like look i mean they advised that i just stop teaching altogether but i had to come to terms with 
maybe never teaching again hmm. if I want to go down this path. Yeah. In an ideal world, and actually so far everything's been super chill and like not a problem, there will probably be a similar, not to say that you'll have to cross that bridge, but you should be prepared to. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm at the... step away from working at churches? I think yes. I think the answer is yes to that. I'm I'm down. I think we should. Yeah. I think we should like no holds barred. Because cool. I I feel like that's the the pathway to the most authentic kind of conversation, and that Agreed. ultimately is like the expansion of our minds. What if we actually put ourselves out there without apology? Let's try. Yeah, let's just see what happens. <laughs> let's try. And uh, maybe it'll bite us in the ass, and maybe even with our asses bitten, it paves the way for somebody else to be more real. Or maybe it opens the door to herbal medicine and I just embrace witchcraft and like yeah. it opens the the new pathway and sure. gives me opportunities that I didn't think I was going to have. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, it's true. Could you be a, uh, a worship music director of a witch coven? I think so. I think I could. <laughs> uh, you should look on Craigslist if there is <laughs> Type, 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 indie.com. <laughs> Witchy worship leader. <laughs> Are there any <laughs> singing your like folk praise songs? It's like all of this, the options are like Wichita worship leader. Oh, Wichita. Wichita. <laughs> <laughs> they're all in Kansas and they're all extremely conservative. <laughs> sorry, Kansas. I'm sorry, Kansas. Maybe you're not all assholes. Who knows? There's probably some nice people there. There's probably some nice people. Maybe even in Wichita. Maybe there are witches in Wichita. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. That'd be the best. That would be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up. I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts? Well, I thought maybe any... we should just like talk about like the baseline labels that we that we hold on ourselves. Because yeah. I I feel like I kind of said like I'm Maggie and I'm a woman in my late thirties and I'm queer, How but are I'm. You? I'm 37. I just right. turned 37 last I week. Thought, I always thought you were a lot younger than me, but I guess when we were both way, way younger, two years yeah. meant a lot more. I'm married to a cis white man, and that has been interesting for me to be a queer woman and be married to a... Because I, I guess I'm very easily passing mm-hmm. as not queer. And so I don't talk about it as much as I want to or would like to would like to be talking about it so that's a motivation that i have you can get like a side shave and get super queer hair i like i already did the asymmetrical bob but like they didn't go far enough they didn't go extreme enough i wanted mm-hmm. like f- like down to here and then up to here yeah. but they didn't do it that's a whole episode about looking queer enough yeah i don't look queer enough but i do have tat. i have forearm tattoos mm-hmm. is that queer enough for you well, the thing is complicated. Yeah. And a lot of people get passed by yeah. and are invisible because they don't look the part. Yeah. Uh, I feel weird going to Pride mm-hmm. because I'm married to a man. Mm-hmm. That's a weird place to be. I don't feel marginalized, though. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that that's, I don't feel like excluded. Mm-hmm. And I work at a church. And it's a, a Christian Reformed Church, which is a denomination inside Protestant Christianity. And I had a lot of sex before I became a Christian. 
thought you were going to say, like, right before this podcast episode. <laughs> I had a lot of sex this like, morning. Right before you walked in, we were just banging. <laughs> I had a lot of sex five minutes ago. <laughs> and you have a older and younger Ron child. Yes, I've got two children, two daughters. Mm-hmm. As far as we know. At this stage in their life, they are both... Daughters. Identifying as girls. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you. Okay, that's all I You go. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) That's me so far. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Um, Let's get abstract about this for a second. uh, More and more, I'm not clinging to identities. So I think a lot of what I say, I use as uh, imperfect descriptors and not things I'm holding very tightly to. Mm-hmm. Some might be in more flux than other things. Nick Vu. Lately, I've been calling myself gender non-conforming. Probably by my voice you can tell I'm uh, male by birth. Uh, and I still actually identify as male, I guess. Also, sometimes like to put on makeup and paint my nails and be more glamorous than boys are traditionally allowed to be. Yeah. There's that. So can, I, I use... Can you say gender him. gender non-conforming? What's the difference between gender non-conforming and non-binary? This could be a long explanation, but I'm going to try to be quick about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so the binary would be male-female. Right. Non-binary would be anywhere in between. Um, or outside of? Yeah, or like completely disregarding the binary altogether. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I guess that could include a lot of things. Gender nonconforming could potentially be a subset of non-binary, or it could also be I binarily I am if that's a word. Yeah, I am male, but I don't conform to my maleness. Got it. To to. Tr- traditional american gender norms yeah okay um good sometimes some people use the pronouns they with me which secretly i hate the terms they them but there's nothing better yeah there's no better alternative i will be surprised if we're still using those in 10 years but because you think someone's going to come up with a better you're right version i don't yeah or maybe maybe it'll stick around yeah um do not use what I just said as a reason to not use they, them with other people. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's show each other some respect and dignity and uh, roll with yeah, offering support in the way they want to be supported. He actually sounds more natural and um, I'm talking way too much. No, it's good. <laughs> like pronouns are, I feel like pronouns are, a really good baseline for the start of a, a thing. Okay, to, like, great. Share um, perspectives on pronouns. I'm she, so, her. Oh, yeah, okay, she, her. Uh, yeah, if anyone uses they or he, that's fine. Um, even in certain contexts, she could even work, but that's probably should be the default. Right. Let's see. I am multi-ethnic, white, and Vietnamese. And learning Vietnamese. And learning some Vietnamese. Yeah, I ordered food for the first time in Vietnamese. And I think, I mean, he gave me what I ordered. So <laughs> I got close enough. I am 39. 
about to hit four zero, which is a little crazy. What other categories are we talking about? Oh, uh, I would call myself queer also, and that's kind of complicated. I definitely uh, prefer females romantically and mm -hmm. sexually, uh, but there is a place in my life for men in a very kind of small context um, that I won't get into right now. I do have a long-term partner, Amanda, over in Berlin. Let's see, I think we're like seven and a half years. Um, I'm poly, polyamorous, so I am involved with other people as well. Uh, that's, that's something that I've been doing for quite a while, and I kind of see that polyamory as... As difficult as it, as it is sometimes, like, that's who I am, and <laughs> there's no other way of being. That's, you know. That was very beautiful. <laughs> I feel very, I feel very honored that you would say those words, because that, that feels like I got a piece of your identity that I, that I didn't know. Oh. That's okay. really great. Cool. Good. I have a very untraditional professional life. I piece together lots of different freelance stuff. I've been teaching for, I don't know, like 15 or so years. And so um, I'm doing, I tutor. And then I'm also a perfumer, a namesake fragrance. Go check it out. Yeah. I write a lot about like psychology, um, a little bit of philosophy, uh, but I try to keep it all very practical. Yeah, that's on blog.nickvu.com. Great, and great, great. Always have little side projects some make money some don't some last a long time some don't right now podcasting so what's your favorite color probably black which isn't too exciting <laughs> me too uh, uh. i do like i'll tell you my my color palette so okay. black gray white and then accent colors are dusty rose yes and gold oh Beautiful. Yeah. I would say my color palette is black, gray, white, and green earth tones. So mm -hmm. like natural greens. Cool. Oh, yeah. wow. I like that. Basically, if I could uh, take just like a like a square out of the Skagit Valley from like earth to sky, mm -hmm. like on a rainy day, that's like my color palette. Like, cool. like that gray green into the gray, into the like steel gray, into the light gray. That's like my zone. Yeah. I like how you talk about that. Thanks. That's actually, that's I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think about it a lot too, actually. <laughs> uh, it's good to know that. I mean, maybe that's part of my ninja, uh, ninja non-conforming. Yes. My gender non-conforming. Yes. Um, it's like, I have a color palette. I, I like thinking about what my colors are. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I want to, at some point, I want to have, like, have an expert on... Um, like two spirit nature, like the mm -hmm. indigenous two spirit nature. Do you know any two spirits? I believe I do, but I can't. Like that's not a story I can tell because I don't. Like I believe that your two spirit dar is going off. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> um, I dated. I dated a a guy in a person. I dated a person. When I talk to my kids about uh, about gender, we always refer to everybody as a friend. So like that friend, if we don't, if we can't like easily identify male or female, mm -hmm. we say that friend. Um, nice. So I had a friend mm -hmm. who was uh, 
white and upper Skagit from the upper Skagit tribe was part of their heritage. And I very strongly believe, and I think that they strongly believe that they are two spirit. Hmm. Is this while we were living together? No, before. Okay. Several years before we lived together. But then I, I have some other friends who I think who are not in, of any sort of indigenous culture who believe that they are two spirit people. And so I don't, I don't think I can speak to that because I don't know if that's... I'm not uh, versed enough in it to understand whether or not a white person being a two-spirit person is actually cultural appropriation or not. So, But anyway, I would be curious to know more about that and to lean more into it because I feel like the more and more I understand my own gender identity and sexuality especially like the more i realize it's like a continuum and and you can fall somewhere on the continuum or you can just be moving across the continuum at all times so it would be interesting to talk to someone who knows a little bit more about how other cultures uh have addressed that concept um because there are a lot more like concrete cultural perspectives on that anyway I think you could be a two-spirit person if I know anything about it. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. I don't think I am, but maybe. You could be. And I'm sure I could be. Right, yeah. yeah. And it could all be a spectrum and fluid and... Yeah, maybe some yeah. days I am. Yeah. But we're both queer. Hell yeah. High five. Yeah. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> We did it. Should we put a little uh, rainbow flag on our yes website? Yes, at least and like a, a what's your pronoun pin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Uh, yeah, that uh, was it. I, I'm Nick Vu. I'm Maggie B. Thanks for listening to us talking talk about stuff. About things. Who's this girl back here? That's the lawnmower girl, what's she doing? She's talking on the telephone.